For example, it took me a really long time to pass my driving test, and although my driving instructor was, although I was paying him a lot of money, um, <laughs> he, he wasn't really trying to build my confidence and help me improve. He just kept reminding me that I should be better by now and that I shouldn't be struggling this much this far into the lessons. So now, even, even though I've passed, and I'm clearly safe enough to drive on the roads, probably, um, <laughs> I still find it like super stressful, and I'm pretty convinced that my driving is awful just because that's what's been ingrained in my head from the lessons and stuff. So negativity is very hard to escape once the cycle starts. But what was Nehemiah's response to these problems? In verse 6, we see that he, he and his people were working with all of their hearts. They were so passionate about working for God and his plans rather than their own. We know that Nehemiah was pretty high up in the Babylonian society and he even secured a job working for the king. Many of the other Jews would have also found stable work and would have been creating pretty comfortable lives for them and their family. But despite this, they chose to leave all of this and go to a city that was in ruins for no other reason other than God telling them to. Are we, are we willing to leave the comfort of our lives to follow God? And are we living, willing to give up the security that we have for his work? This reminds me of Kelly's vision for our church. Um, are, we, are we ready to take on the childlike faith that God wants us to have and allow God to perform miracles and reach those who don't yet know Jesus? We need to keep working towards this vision with all of our hearts and not lose sight of it when it gets tough. Nehemiah knew that he was on the right side and that's how he had the strength to keep going. He was on the side of an all-powerful God. But it still must have seemed pretty daunting as Sambalat was working on behalf of the king of the whole Babylonian empire and also Nehemiah's old boss. So that must have been pretty stressful. But Nehemiah was working on behalf of the king of kings, so who could stop him? The other response that Nehemiah had was to call out to God. He isn't afraid to be completely honest about his feelings and he certainly doesn't try and hide his anger. Sometimes I think we try to kid God into into making him think that we're holier than we actually are. Even if we're like furious at someone for how they've treated us or other people, when it comes to praying to God about it, we try and convince him that we've forgiven them. But God already knows how we feel, so what's the point of trying to pretend to him? I'm not saying that it's right for us to wish ill on people, but we should come to God with what we're truly feeling and not what we think he wants, what, what we think he wants to hear. Um, We've got to give those feelings over to God and trust him to deal with the people fairly and justly. Nehemiah wanted Sambala and his men to feel humiliated and insulted just as he'd made them feel. But rather than insulting and humiliating them back, he gave those feelings over to God and trusted God to deal with them. As a result of Nehemiah's hard work, faith and prayer, the Jews made, a very good, made very good progress on the wall. Um, the passage, this passage doesn't give us that much information about what it was like. It pretty much just says they built the wall, which doesn't make it seem like they had that much difficulty. But in Nehemiah chapter 6, verse 15, it tells us that it only took them 52 days to build the entire wall around the whole of Jerusalem, which would have been extremely straining and tiring on the Jews. I know for a fact that if I was going to write a book on rebuilding a wall, I would have entire chapters de dedicated to all the struggles and all the muscles that I sprained and all the lack of sleep that I got and how I was too short to reach most of the wall anyway. But, and I'd also put on a big emphasis on how I was just a little girl from Birmingham who had no qualifications in wall building. 
Um, Nehemiah was a cupbearer and probably was just as qualified to rebuild a wall as I was, but he doesn't mention that once. He was too busy trying to honour God and giving up his life for him that he didn't have time to worry about whether he was good enough or stupid things like splinters. But um, the outcome of the wall shows that putting your faith in God really pays off. However, not all of the outcomes were good. The opposition that they faced did increase and they went from being ridiculed and uh, showing negativity to facing real physical threats of people plotting to fight Jerusalem and try and knock down the walls that they'd just created. Um, despite their faith in God, they still had problems to overcome. We need to prepare for there not to be a happy ending every time we put our trust in Jesus and tell him how we truly feel. This isn't a Disney movie, it's real life. And the devil will continue to throw obstacles at us as we walk with God. But when problems continue to come, it doesn't mean that we failed. And it doesn't mean that God has failed. It just means God's plan hasn't finished yet. Patrick, the founder of XLP, a little promo there, um, has recently been on tour for his new book, When Faith Gets Shaken. And although I've had to sit through it more times than I probably would have liked to, <laughs> I do find the message quite comforting. He makes the point that becoming a Christian doesn't make all of our problems go away, but it does give us the most loving friend that we could possibly ask for to guide us and help us through the tough times. So in summary, these things aren't going to be easy just because we know Jesus, but we need to learn that being honest with God and what we're feeling and the struggles that we're facing are the right way to go. We need to learn to come to him when we're feeling at our weakest, not just trying to prove to him that we're a good Christian. We need to prepare for God not to solve all of our issues right away just because we've asked for him. We just need to continue to walk through life with him and allow him to gradually lead us to becoming more like him. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. You may have been a Christian for a long time, or you may be exploring the possibilities of a relationship with God. Wherever you are in your journey of life, please feel free to contact us at Woolwich Community Church if you would like any further information on today's message. We will be happy to talk with you, pray with you, and help you in any way we can. Please see the information below in our bio on how to get in touch with us. Have a blessed week and God bless.